Oh, I want to be in it. I got you while you was talking. Oh, snap. <laughs> okay. Let me see. Oh, now I'm um, Hallie Bailey just finally, uh, re- like literally when she was lying to us about being pregnant. <clears throat> can I just say how much, I, if you guys have your phones on, I can hear whatever playback is. Oh, that's me right now. Because he didn't say he was starting just yet. No, no. The, the thumb went, went up. It started. The show, oh. the show started two minutes ago. <laughs> I'm sitting here. Yeah. Friend, I can hear everything. Oh, no, but Hallie Bailey. Let me like, save this thing real quick. I love sorry. it. I love it. You don't have to tell us out loud because the audio, can hear, they can hear it. Um, the, <laughs> Hallie, Lulu's like, Hallie Bailey, um, I love that she lied to us. I do too. Good yeah. Her. I need y'all to know that if Lulu and I get pregnant, we're going to lie to all of you. Everyone lies everywhere. You're going to watch Lulu's no spread. Um, I'm going to tell you to leave my friend alone, you fucking haters, <laughs> knowing damn well there's like, a person in there. Right, know. right. I literally, you know what my fear is? That I'm going to go through this fitness journey, lose a bunch of weight, and then get knocked up. Would you arbitrarily get knocked up, though? <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. Wait, it got real quiet. <laughs> right. I don't believe. Personally, this is a personal thing, guys. I don't believe in, for me, as, as Lulu says, sometimes, right? Sometimes. For me, Bluetooth only. This is not a PSA to anybody else. But when I'm in a relationship, I don't use condoms. Amen. Okay. You say, did you say amen? Yeah. So because you're in a relationship. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't use condoms in relationships, and so you know. So you don't care about? Oh wow, I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, that's what wow. it is. I would figure in a relationship. I mean, y'all could tell me if I'm right or I don't know in a relationship that you would just be more on just birth control as opposed to probably that and condoms if you're being single, you would just stick to just birth control. But tell me if I'm wrong. How about you, Lou? What's your thoughts? <laughs> this is your journey. That no, we're no, no. We're having a conversation. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Lulu, about condoms when you're in a relationship? I'm, I, I get it. But I I think the what threw me off is you saying, like, if I get pregnant, then oopsie. So if I, I didn't say oopsie. I just said that if I ever get pregnant like Halle Bailey did, I would lie to y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't answer the question, Lulu. You, you didn't answer the question, Blue. So, like, if you, so if you're in a relationship, uh-huh. are you using birth control or doing other measures other than condoms in order to not be pregnant? I feel like the pullout method counts as. <laughs> so no. Jeffrey, why did your face just? Because this is this is y'all. I'm just I, I'm just ears. I'm just I've like, never been pregnant, guys. So can we give me ooh. some credit for? Why do you sound surprised? <laughs> wow. No, no, no. But, uh, listen, we wow. are all, we are all Jeffrey's grown. Jeffrey's like we thought the whole time you appeared. No, 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 no. We are all grown i have heard you know stories from uh-huh. adults of uh-huh. you know just things that may have happened yeah. in earlier years yeah yeah i've never been pregnant i i think whatever i'm doing it's been working for me Amen. okay so good caution to the wind so if you did get pregnant what would you do you said caution to the wind that it's that's what yeah. that is y'all think the pull out method is caution to the wind yes every it's time, let's, for 40 let's be years. fair let's, to be fair you've been having sex for 40 years you have time, not no, i have not it's <laughs> the time that you years. are engaging in sex uh-huh. it is caution to the wind because nothing is 100%. So. Spoken like a true hoe. I appreciate you, Jeffrey. <laughs> no. He's like, all like, sex is risky. Spoke, spoken like somebody who will not get pregnant. Who would never and get that pregnant. Part, yeah. But however, I did have, because I haven't seen you, Blue, the greatest birth control over the holiday. Christmas, I went home. Uh-huh. There was so many little people under the age of nine. Oh. <laughs> I mean, starting at five weeks was the youngest. Nine was the oldest. And it was a lot of them. Oh, wow. So much noise, so much concern from parents. So I said, this cannot be my life. Or lack of concern. <laughs> that was yeah. me. That was me. They'd be all right. Just leave. They'd be all right. <laughs> I ran into a bunch of babies, too. Like, I went out um, for brunch, and there was this baby who was obsessed with me the entire time and stared at me for a full two hours. Mm. Yeah. And then her mother Did you stick your her. tongue out? 
No. You have to stick your when baby when kids and babies stare, I don't mean like for the whole time, but you gotta give them one little stupid face so you like, mm, like you, you know, know why I can't? Because whenever I frown at babies, they cry. There's something about my energy that babies like they're intimidated really? by. If I like look at a baby sternly, they'll start crying. I make them laugh when I'm doing like a happy or like doing a little <laughs> tongue out or just something. Like, no, they can tell that I'm not playing with them. <laughs> I'm sweet. Like when I'm playing with them, they can tell, but when I'm not playing with them, they can also tell. I like the idea of children. Mm. It's oh. just I don't even like the idea. No, let's, first of all, let's get back to Lulu. Like, Lulu. I like the idea of Latasha having no, a child. Right, Lulu, back to Lulu. Lulu, do you wear condoms in relationships? Now I'm curious. I don't bared my soul. No, I don't. Uh, we're on the same team, friend. You have I'm on from... birth control, though. I'm not doing the pull-out method. It's too risky mm-hmm. for me. But it's working for you, girl. So you think you fertile like that? I Apparently not. I mean, I don't want to find out. <laughs> I want us to, okay we're gonna change the topic because the fact that because it's something I can't be no, yeah, no, I, you know what it is I have I've been doing pull out in relation but here's the thing relationships are this is not oversharing but I'm not in a relationship with everybody I'm having sex with so if I'm having sex with somebody that I'm not in a relationship with I'm wearing two or three condoms child like I, I, <laughs> I need you to suit up it's only in relationships and I haven't been in a relationship in two years okay so you say you haven't been in one in two years yeah oh wait I've known you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hang on one second. Mm-hmm. How long and who? The mm-hmm. math. Uh-oh. I don't tell people when I'm always in a relationship. Well, how long? How about that? Eight months. Oh, okay. okay. We don't call that a relationship. That was a trial. Oh, trial. Wow. Basis. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh-uh. wow. You're like, you can cancel your birthday. <laughs> you get your money back. <laughs> wait, wait. What do you call a relationship? Um, At least a year. No, to me, if we're exclusive, we're in a relationship. Y'all right? was exclusive within eight months? Oh God, you are. So- you gotta remember you talking to a gay man. Because, yeah, like, never least, mind, Jeffrey. I'd never like, mind. At least everything you're a good saying. Two to three of like no, hoarding and no, let me find no. out if you really like me. If I really like that you. that happened before the eight months. That right? happened before the eight months. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you're talking? How long were y'all courting prior to making it exclusive? Well, that's tricky because he was just waiting his turn. He had a crush on me and Ooh. spoke on it. I don't trust this blue. I don't know. <laughs> what? Something about this. Here's the water's thing. a little muddy. Well, <laughs> actually, it's not muddy, hypocrite. Because just like you, I don't be dating strangers. But Ooh. I don't call nothing a relationship. Because somebody asked me to be in a relationship and I said yes. That that's happened to you, yes? No. No. Oh, not wow. Jeff. Damn, no. Jeffrey. Okay, we them are. Shot, really... I'll get them shackles. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff said absolutely honestly, not. I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel like I'm more free in a relationship than dating. You should be because there's a lot of things that there's a whole new menu for sex in general. You're that, more comfortable. I'm more comfortable. There's things that I'm willing to do. When you get on my nerves, there's a grace that you get that you won't wouldn't get if we were just dating. Let me, let me tell you. Like I'm so much <laughs> nicer in a relationship. I haze people during dating. Yeah, that's what I, I, I show, yeah. I show no people show representatives. Not everybody does that, Jeff. I think you and I being tourists with Gemini Risings with the exact same makeup, we haze people first and then they get the suite. Lulu, you're the same way where you I haze her, I mean you haze Kaden on site, right? So the three of us haze people on site and then things get better. Most folks I've learned give you their best up front. While you hazing them and they fall in love with the haze you, mm. you're falling in love with the best version of them. And then yeah, you, shit starts to deteriorate. Baby, let me tell you, you're going to get this mess up front oh. day one. Because <laughs> if you can handle that, yep. oh, you can go to long haul. We can go to distance. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're getting somebody toxic. Because I Unless. used to always think that, that being sweeter with time was a good thing until I met a cancer. And he said that he actually liked my mess and didn't like that I got healthier when we got together. Mm. He's like, I like to fight. We don't fight no more. I was like, because we're together. <laughs> And so now we have discussions because I chose I peace you. Where I lay. <laughs> I was also digmatized right. too. I'm not gonna yell at you if you blow my back out. What does? Okay, I have a question. This both of y'all can answer. Like, oh, what? Wait, the sex started does early. Does it take <laughs> to get before we do introductions? Right. <laughs> we didn't say welcome back to the show. <laughs> so, what does it take, or what has it taken in the past? Because it's probably changed as you ladies have become more experienced. You're in a relationship now, but what does it take to get you digmatized? Like, what is that? 
We'll go first because I had to, to be a sacrificial lamb about the pullout method. Is it specifically <laughs> the dick or is it the dick plus other things? I have answers. Go ahead, Lula. I don't think I've ever actually honestly been dickmatized. Bitch, you are lying. Are you serious? I'm serious, yeah. Really? Where like nothing else matters. Like I have to have the dick. Like, and I think this has a lot to do with the fact that I spent a lot of time figuring out how to make myself orgasm. Ah, uh, got and it. And so like that makes I can orgasm i've orgasmed with since i've learned how to do it i can do it with like every partner that i have like for rsvp i'm coming to the party see i would see that you knowing how you want to orgasm if somebody mm -hmm. could actually do that without you having to give instructions that that well might... sometimes it's not even instructions like i'm, I'm positioning myself okay. like in in a specific way to to be helpful and like that's the thing about to me about women orgasming, you really have to know your body in yeah. order to help. Cause if a man can find it alone, he's it's literally a needle in a haystack. He he found the shit on accident. It's a lottery, it's luck. It, yeah, like he literally found it. He stumbled or across you it. You got that one person that actually has had enough experience. And no, because every, every, every woman is different. Like what did we say in unison? Y'all yeah. did. Y'all did. It sounded real good in my ears too. I was, I was, I was like, like, ooh. My boss is not like Lulu's. We got different no, every woman's different. We harmonize. I'm gonna bring, really bring the bass in next time. <laughs> right. Different. different. <laughs> I miss you, motherfucker, so much. Oh, I miss y'all. Happy New Year. I Happy know. Year. We didn't even talk. We were straight I to know. dick. We Hold on. Well, we don't have a drink, so that would be oh, awful. No. You didn't bring no juice? I mixed everything before I came. You, uh, you, you that friend. You wanted me to be late? You see, I was on time. I would have been late. Okay, that's fine. So, Lulu, you get dickmatized now, never, because you can give your own orgasm. That's my theory. Okay. But because it just it just hasn't happened. You know, so huh, I've had great sex Amen. and like the sex is better. Like when you're, you're connected, you know, emotionally and uh -huh. attracted to the person. Maxwell's and blah, playing blah, in the background. Blah, yada, yada, yada. Maxwell. No, but <laughs> got a trap be going. <laughs> Yo, you're the one who be fucking to Beyonce, huh? <laughs> one of my friends said that they fucked to um, one of Beyonce's sexier songs. How? Who was it? It was one, oh one of the sexier God. ones. At best, thick. you could put on thick. Dance For Me. No, I think it was Thick. Dance I, For You, I mean, but. I had a friend who said that they had sex to Thick. Ooh, that's that thick. Mm -hmm. um, it don't work for me, but maybe somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, Beyonce is not. I'm sorry, Beyonce is not on I my fuck I can't list. Ha I can't have sex with Beyonce. She's she makes me want to do a shimmy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever. I, I have to know, have sex maybe. to mumble rap. Okay, <laughs> that, trap, rap. that trap music. I don't know what y'all say, but nah. the beat is amazing. <laughs> that's where we going. I'm scared to have sex to '90s. Um, I cannot. You know why? I feel like I, that would get me pregnant. There's something about '90s R&B that, that feels like me. that feels like pregnancy. It feels like pregnancy music. So like, Blue. unless we were married, Blue. what? Me and a '90s playlist. You think I'm gonna be fucking, or I'm gonna start singing? <laughs> Which one's you can do both. You know, you can do both. I'm gonna be like, oh, this is my joy right here. Well, you know what's so funny? We're talking about what gets you digmatized, and mine is not all sexual. So I'm gonna have an answer, then I'm gonna have a question for y'all. Okay. I've realized not recently because I've known this for a while, but it's been reiterated recently that like, the, I can always tell how good you are to me. I'm looking for another word for the word that I want to say. Mm -hmm. I can always tell how- Is it a how, naughty word? It's not, it's, it's a, it's a not naughty, it's, yeah, it's a naughty word. Say it. <laughs> but it's not say a naughty word, but it's naughty it. in the context of talking say about it. sex, right? So there's a thing that I've been telling my friend about because she's trying to be nicer to her man because she's a boss bitch. And sometimes when she talks to him, I'm like, ooh, girl, I hurt my feelings. <laughs> and so the advice I gave her, and, and ladies and femmes out there, this works for me a lot, is you speak to the person that you're dating from a mindset of wetness. <laughs> From the mindset of, of wetness. Like, how do you talk when you are wet? Mm -hmm. What do you want when you are wet? How do, how do you, like, sound when you are wet? This sounds like one of those, uh, you know, the means would be like uh, when the mimosas hit at 3, <laughs> three o'clock. 
and you got on the phone with your that man. Jill Scott. <laughs> right. <laughs> so please, Blue, lead by example. What no, is uh, no, not, what no. is speaking from I'm what? We want to hear what you're saying. No, you can't drop unless, that gym. Unless you got $20. Because that's a gym. That's a gym you But it's true, though. But we want to people have asked me why I've been able to pull certain people that they were like, well, this person is usually for the streets. How? I am constantly speaking from a place of wetness. And okay. it softens me immediately. And so what I realized, one of the things that gets me there easily is when a man is very attentive and really sweet, the wetness is easier. Because like, oh, you're being so sweet. And then I sit in that. That's so funny you say that. I'm so, I'm so sorry I cut you off. Because yeah. I always be trying to tell these niggas, like, for again, my observation with what women want, all you got to do is be nice. Be thoughtful. Be nice. Yeah. Thoughtful is part of being, just be nice yeah well i feel like that's not dickmatization though no let me exp- oh, so, so there's a road right so okay. if, if i'm already operating from a place of wetness and you're being super kind to me <laughs> no i'm sorry <laughs> latasha said nice does not get me dignified no, that's not, she's right that's not that's the beginning that's the foreplay right <laughs> so here's the thing nasty no but that's you guys that's the formula let me land this plane okay. so if you are super nice from the place of wetness and then you're nasty when we go home, the juxtaposition of the two of them, that gets me digmatized. Mm. But a lot of men, what they end up doing is they think they're being bad boys. And so now I'm on like I'm, I'm on my hearted masculine energy because, nigga, I don't trust you. You're doing some fuckboy shit. So now I'm stiff with you. And then now you want to have nasty sex. It's not going to hit the same. Mm. So the funny thing is when I say I like corny dudes, it's because the corny dudes get me digmatized because they're so nice to me mm-hmm. that by the time that they get nasty, child, I would have made dolphin noises whether you just kiss me or not. Like, but it's just, I, I, but I still feel like that's not digmatized. That's just Yeah, what like, got you digmatized that, uh, that what led to the conversation? What happened in that? Because it's probably not the same today. But what happened then where you was like, either he put it down, what happened that got you Honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I wish more men had sex like lesbian studs. Mm. The studs are but really good at sex. Oh, was it a woman? No, no. But I'm saying that there's a way that studs fuck you that is very specific where it's a combination of, oh, I'm trying, you guys are really going to make me say this. It's a combination of not being scared of oral because a lot of men, particularly really proud men, either don't do oral or they do it in a really, Lulu, help me out here. Have you, have you ever had bad oral before? Yes. And bad oral, no matter how Me good, too. no matter how, <laughs> amen. Bad oral, no matter how good your sex is, yeah. is immediately going to take me out of it. So it's so funny because the studs that I've slept with, they prioritize oral because sometimes they, they forget to bring their dicks. So if you can <laughs> talk about leaving it at home, <laughs> you left the dick at home, right? So, <laughs> like when you leave this house, you leave it on the mantle. <laughs> they have backpacks. If you see a stud come to your house with a backpack, she oh plays the fuck the shit. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> just that visual I am never gonna be able to walk down the streets of Hollywood Boulevard or downtown LA again or, or, or DC and see the streets of America and see a stud female with in there. a book bag there's a dick in her bag she there's might be on her way bag. to work but no. because now Blue no, has told me put that in your head. every time I see a stud with a book bag I'm ooh she gonna fuck somebody there's, there's a dick in I promise you ooh Most, she got a dick in there there's a dick in her bag so now along with along with floor ice it's gonna be she, she said, got a ooh, dick in there said, ooh, a dick in there. <laughs> no, seriously. Mo- if I, when I used to date studs, if they came to my house with a book bag, they I knew, was gonna fuck the shit I, out knew of you. I was getting dicked down. Okay, now answer my question. What uh-huh. got you digmatized with that earlier, um, that earlier person that started the conversation? I think it was a combination of being super sweet, um, being super nasty, being good at oral, and then like I don't know how this motherfucker found found my G spot. Amen. I made a noise that I've never. <laughs> I, I heard a noise that I've never heard come out my body. But the way you say it in Lutasha's, well, we all say it, y'all just it just. And again, it's not everybody. Uh-huh. It's not all men. 
But there are some people that I'm nervous know how to have sex, and y'all make it sound like men never find a G spot. Men never do this. No, no, no. There no. are some that that are good. I think, I think the the, yeah. the difference is, especially for women, is just like, and I think the men miss the boat on this a lot of times. Not saying that they're incapable, but you just have to pay attention to what mm-hmm. she's responding to. Yeah, and that's so what it I mean, doesn't yeah. mean that to me that 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 paying attention maybe that is a skill. Actually, so I think that, that that's really more fucking. that's really more of what the skill is because a dude could have sex with me and there's things that I like and then he could do the exact same things with Blue and she not like them. Yes, so that's right. happened to me before. That's yeah. happened to me yeah. before. The no. worst sex of my life. I could tell that he had a playbook. Yeah, and no matter how I reacted, he went to the next well, movie. Well, you know yep. whose fault that is though. What the person that he had sex with prior to? Her body would have liked it. Yeah. And also, like, it's really blue. Like, she had to be like, hey, 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 hey. And maybe not the first time, because, you know, the ego, like, he was doing it. He'd be like, all right, yeah. friend, so um, now, we, ha- on the first now time. we have to. I, I did a sexy owl, like, owl. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He didn't but listen. even with that, yeah, you got to pay. Yeah. Yes, but that's, I, well, that's what I am saying. Like, yeah, we go into it with whatever moves or something. Even women, they think, I'm going to suck some dick like this or whatever. Paying attention to the man, the man paying attention to the woman, the man paying attention to the man, whatever you're doing, realizing or recognizing those sounds or signs that are uncomfortable to be able to adjust. I'm happy you said that because when it comes to oral sex, some men want you to throw up on their penis and have it go down to your toes. (laughs) And some men want you to to barely nuzzle the tip, right? Everybody's different. Yeah, everybody's different. And I will say the ones who want the violent porn oral fixation, to me, that's not about sex. That's about something else. <laughs> like, you're working through some demons through my throat. Like, that's about something else. But there are some people who are giving the oral that like that. Like, gag me until I can't breathe. Gag me until I'm about to throw I, up. You know what? I have one thing I will say. For those who like sex that is on the borderline of causing permanent harm Oof. and who are not part of the BDSM community where they're doing it responsibly in, in an educated way, sure. do therapy for two years and see if you still like it. <laughs> <laughs> Two years? <laughs> the way I almost spit up my drink. Jeff almost drowned in that, that rum, <laughs> rum punch. Two years. Because, no, some of y'all are working through demons. Sex <laughs> and ed for two years? No, no. Sex therapy. 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 That's ex- ed, sex ed for Jeff. No, because I'm, I'm being so right. <laughs> therapy. Because there was some problematic shit that I was into. About two years into therapy, I was like, I don't like this. I don't have daddy issues no more. Can you not do that to me? I feel disrespected. Like, mm. no, seriously, when you heal some stuff, yeah. people don't realize how much of our trauma we work out through sex. Mm. Yeah. Sex, so, just like us as people, I think yeah. it can it changes and evolves. Like, listen, these are 37-year-old bones now. I'm not Ooh, you putting you or age. putting myself in. <laughs> Nobody's getting these positions I was doing at 23. Yeah. That just, or I can't hold them as long. <laughs> so look, right. I guess Since we're that. talking about sex and we didn't even like put any KY, we just went right in, right? We did. We went fast. <laughs> um, I want to bring up a topic, and I'm gonna be to the to if if my friends who know what this topic is see this episode, I promise I'll do my best not to share your business. Say your name. I'm not saying nobody's name. <laughs> no. Let's talk about lying on your dick. Let's talk about that. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> because I recently was gonna hang out with somebody who's new. I wish we had had a, a full audience of heterosexual men because right. you would have bruised so many egos <laughs> right, just in that moment. No, legit. But, no, but seriously, though, like I was going to have brunch with someone and I was really excited to, to just get to know him. And my first thought was, I can't believe I'm about to hang out with the nigga who fucked. Insert person who I don't think she and I should be fucking the same people. <laughs> How did you know that he... he... Because, because she had told me a very prop, like problematic story years ago 
um, about how he fucked the shit out of her, never called her back, used her, abused yikes. her, da 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 da. So that was years ago. But but the, the version of him that I agreed to hang out with seems so different from that. Mm-hmm. A part of me was like, I need to see for myself who's lying here. So <laughs> this is all for research purposes. Who's lying? <laughs> Did, he, this, did, did the spirit of Jeffrey get inside of you? <laughs> He's a little fine too, so that didn't hurt, right? So <laughs> I showed up for research purposes. And then he showed up much more attractive than I thought. So I was like, so this is research. And so we start talking. She said, research done. Bedroom <laughs> 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 next. Bedroom right. next. So, so I'm just like, he's attractive. He's lovely. I can't imagine this is the nigga who did this to her, right? Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, guys. Is there a certain grade of people that if that you don't, you think that you should not be sharing partners. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay. 100%. So I was like, me and her are not the same wavelength. So if you like her, what you doing here with me? Because what you trying to say? Yeah. yeah. Like, well, like, it depends. Your reason for not sharing partners, my, like my reason for not sharing partners is because you were in a relationship with my, you know, very close friends. Even after y'all break up, you're just off limits. No, she's saying that the people are like beneath her. Well, that's what I I said. didn't say beneath. I'm just saying oh. that if you called me twin, I'd be insulted. If you call me twin, I'd be into, oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, that's the same thing when I say. But no, you're not having not. sex with her. You haven't, you're not having sex with her. You're having sex with him. I don't want a dick that's her to be in me. So we're just going to put it that way. So we're we're, we're discussing. Fix your face because you were the Jeff, shallow one. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff don't care about that. Jeff, Jeffrey, you got some nerve, okay? Because if he's fine, you wouldn't care. So I had to bring it up. I was like, so I just have a question. Did you really? Like, you asked him about. No, oh, he was sharing. He had started sharing so much. I was like, oh, so we're real comfortable. If you want to share, I would like to share as well. So I was like, did you really uh, do a, a, a dine and dash with so-and-so? And he's like, oh, God, not again. Oh, that's why they broke or didn't work no, out. No, turns out that she's been lying on his dick for years. Oh. And that I think I was like the second or third woman who had said that she had preemptively dirty macked. So basically, she was going around telling people that he ain't shit and he's this and that. Uh, Any woman who she thought might have been attractive or been his type was getting some kind of lie. But wait, and they on. probably also were thinking, I don't want to. If that dick has been in her, they I don't were, we, we've all been thinking the same thing because it's not even about how she looks. She's unwell, mm-hmm. right? She's unwell, and I don't want. It's like pH balance, the spiritual version. <laughs> if you if you if your dick's been dipping in some demon juice, I don't want it in mine, right? So he was like, No, this is she's lying. We I've never slept with her ever. And he told me the full story. It was like a full story of how the saga happened. And I think at one point I was like, I can completely tell he's telling the truth. Because you could tell he was annoyed. Yeah. Like, you know when you're telling a story and you can't believe you're going through this shit again? Yeah. And so it was interesting to me because I was like, he only knows of three of us. This industry is small. We don't know how many women were interested in him and didn't show up for the brunch for, for research purposes. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I maintain I was there for research. Look, look Girl, at you. You're you going to get to the scoop. I'm going to get the scoop. She went with that, with that her mind made up. <laughs> she already <laughs> listened. Wait. She for research purposes. It was research. <laughs> she, she had a book bag with her. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I do not peg men. <laughs> Why not? No, no. You're, she had her metaphorical book bag with her. <laughs> I, I, I did have my metaphorical <laughs> book bag. That's what he's like. So my question to you guys is has and, and mind you i have another friend who's very attractive and one of the gays lied on her and said that she slept with them and it's a, it's a jeffrey it's a friend that you and i both have hmm. one of our mutual we'll friends that off camera yeah one of our mutual friends lied on somebody's puss and so i'm like what is up with all these attractive people having folks lie on there yeah you know i want some more let me take one more go hold on guys asmr <sighs> jeffrey you can you can pour <laughs> it so my thing is between i've now had two people in my life in the past month or so, tell mm-hmm. me that people are coming to them, telling them that people are lying about sleeping with them. I understand if you're mentally unwell and you lie about dating somebody, because who can prove that? But how do you lie about who you're laying with? And so my question is, has anybody ever lied on your dick or your vagina? 
And what do you think is behind that? Because now I really want to hit her up like, sis, like, you need to admit yourself somewhere. <laughs> I can't imagine myself seeing an attractive man and saying, I want to tell everybody his dick was inside of me when it wasn't. Jeff, why don't you go first? I mean, I will just sit here and say, <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> Jeff was ready. He was chomping at the bit. Hit it, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, damn. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the moment of silence? No. Oh, no. In all honesty, I will say. Um, mm, it's my light on your dick. No. They didn't have to because you did it. I don't. Nobody has. <laughs> I can say my, my Yelp reviews, <laughs> to damn. my knowledge. And this is only literally things because I don't ask like if you listen if you want to leave comments feedback i am always here for critical because i believe we can grow <laughs> you know we are, there's always room for improvement <sighs> however feedback has come to me indirectly like this person told a friend we hooked up and that friend told a friend that came back to me but you actually did it but i did it and all the reviews are great so jeffrey, <laughs> so, jeffrey said he's done everything he's been accused of i have done everything i've been accused and apparently done it well <laughs> We know Jeffrey's favorite line. Should we say, Lulu, when, whenever we're, we're getting tipsy at Jeffrey's house for brunch, she tells a story about how somebody said, I can tell, oh. tell you're a tourist because you fucked me like a bull. And, and Jeffrey is very wow. proud. Of yes. Listen. I remember that. And we that, all remember that. That is just story. one of the reviews. I almost choked in my French toast. I was like, wait, we, we sharing Yelp reviews? How would you feel if somebody did lie on your dick, though? Would you confront them? Depends on who it is and depends on what they say. What do you mean? Uh, is it believable? I would sleep with this person and two, like, what? But it's like, not what a lie. They... Why does it matter if it's a lie? Yeah, but what are they saying? I slept with Jeffrey and they didn't. Oh, then yeah. I'm like, no, we didn't. You wouldn't be insulted if it was somebody who... I would be more cute. Like, who called why? you twin and you would be insulted. Oh, right. <laughs> I think the bigger part for me is like, why? why what need is there to lie? I've never to flex. But why? Oh, God. Now you pretend to be naive. Your turn, child. No, because I've never lied on it. And again, I haven't had it done to me. So that's why I'm really... I've had it done to me. So yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I know guys have done this to girls. Because I know you had told us that it happened to you in high school, right? It was college? I, high school, college, adult. Yeah, it happens to women like, a lot, actually. And even growing up, I guys in my high school that said they did that with girls. So I know that happens to women a lot. I personally have not experienced that. I can't think of any of my close friends that have told me that's happened to them either. So I'm speaking from a place... Like me and Lulu aren't sitting right here? <laughs> we just told no, no, you. No, no. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking I of the gays. I, I was thinking of the boys. I think he meant men. Oh, the boys. I was yeah. like, none of my close friends yeah, yeah. have told no, yeah, me. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I think you of the boys. two wenches yeah. on the couch. I, I knew what you meant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank <laughs> you for translating, Frank, because I was like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, now with women, I, yeah, that part I don't understand. Why do men lie about sleeping to flex, with the girl? Right? Do anything for clout. Yeah, it's clout. for clout. I've had women lie on me, too. <laughs> Did they have a book bag? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? This episode is it, a, is it a standard book bag, or is it one of them like small book bags? It's one of those Timu expensive ones. Is it, is it, one of those, is it a drawstring book bag? <laughs> this episode's gonna be called "There's a Dick in the Bag." Oh, okay. There's a Dick in the Bag. How about you, Lulu? Well, we know you've been lied on because you've shared that story before. Yeah. Why do you think people lie on sleeping with someone? And what would you do now at your big age? Um, at my at, like. Honestly, I probably wouldn't, unless it, I, I just can't see, I'm trying to think of a situation where it would really affect me. For the most part, I probably just wouldn't, if the person was going to continually be in my space, I would probably address it. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I probably just wouldn't even do anything because yeah. I remember when I was in college at the first, like in this guy lied on me and I was so upset. My mom was like, if you just worry about everything somebody says to you, you Ain't gonna be able to get out of bed. The wisdom of Sly. Well, yeah. Hey, Sly. I love Sly, by the way. I, now that I've met her, I completely understand why you're obsessed you with her. Meet her. I lost my her shit. Mom, I was I like, I've been judging. Mom. I just look at you like, Jeffrey, calm the fuck down. They're not gonna adopt you. No. And then I met her. I was like, oh my God, I love you. Yeah, you Natasha's mom is amazing. You know what I will say? I will say that I normally would agree with you guys. My thing is, and I think, Jeffrey, you've pointed this out, I tend to only date other creatives. Yeah. And the black and brown creative community 
is extremely small. So for me, it's not about my ego wanting to check you. Like, it's a liability. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it, that's why I'm saying I'm trying to think of a situation where it's affecting me directly. If yeah. it's affecting you directly, that's totally different. Yeah. So I'd absolutely address it. Like, if, and again, even if I was in a, a space with somebody and they, they said it like, and I was... And I would just be like, hey, man, so uh, the word of the street hey, is, <laughs> hey, buddy, hey, man. what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up hey, that's not what Latasha going to say, right. hey, nigga, right, she'd be like, first of all, she'd be like, how much you weigh, right. she's going to size right. you up, I'm she's going to eye how much you weigh, Lutasha she's going like, to like, a buck fifty, I could take him, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, in this industry, it's dangerous to lie in the industry, and the thing is, this is the second man that I've had a brunch with for research purposes who told me she lied on that day. <laughs> I didn't share that part. So this is another second time that I've been sat across from a fine ass man who's been like this lady lied on me. Wait, Oops. you went girl, what's your <laughs> But you you just but you can't really believe Who you be going to brunch with, Lou? You just go, I'm just just come to my house. <laughs> I don't be looking at you the way I was looking at him, Jeffrey. <laughs> oh my God. What are they saying to get you to agree to these brunches, first of all? Cause you keep putting yourself in these situations. If I told you I didn't put myself, this this it's in the industry and we all share space. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like if it's affecting you, but I just can't, I, I, you really can't, I personally cannot get caught up in like things that people say about me or things that people believe. Cause you'll drive yourself crazy trying to convince somebody like, oh, that's not true. Like, oh my God, please don't believe. Like, okay. Yeah, like, I agree. If, if it wasn't in the industry and it wasn't affecting actual, like I got disinvited from a guest list one time because Ooh. somebody who liked me didn't like her. Like it's actually affected me. No, but, but even like, life, what yeah. is the solution? Like, so what do you do? You start going on campaign trails and being like, no, hey, the solution the was, I, I think, he and I both just agreed that we would not be super visible speaking to each other online mm -hmm. because, because of her. Yeah, because she's she's like, damn it, my 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 foils didn't work. Like, but you also said that happened years ago with them. So hopefully, like the the, the one that I heard previously happened like oh, a year ago. One. Like she's still lying on people when they're dicks. No, but even like outside of her, like if somebody lied on you, like how you were saying that it it affects your it would affect your livelihood in the creative space. That's spaces. the only way I would care. No, but I'm just saying like what? How do you resolve that? Oh, playing stupid. So, well, I always say ignorance is bliss. No, seriously, like I'm lovely to her now. I'm just lovely all the no, time. No, 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 but I'm I'm saying like if somebody lied on you, like not even just like I know the, the girl lied on him, but if somebody lied on you and it was affecting some something in your creative space or your or job or work, like oh, what is, how do you I would, what, I would go to the house and say come outside. I want to talk to you. <laughs> come outside. We ain't gonna jump you. We ain't gonna jump you. <laughs> and I'm bringing you with me. You. No, seriously. I, I would I would say please come outside. Mm -hmm. No, seriously, I'm that girl. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're saying okay, but you'd be in the car. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, why are you acting like you're not involved? <laughs> you're 100% picking me up. <laughs> and Jeffrey's making me drinks afterwards. Right, I got cocktails. And before, shit. No, when I decided to scorch the earth, the, I, I mean it. Okay. I say, God, if this is how I end up in jail, please protect me. And then I do what I need to do. Mm -hmm. No, seriously, I've said that prayer several times. Like, I don't bluff. Yeah. If I come to you on some fisticuffs, I'm ready for somebody's hair to get pulled out. Like, like let's go. Because mm -hmm. I'm not violent. So for you to take me there, you've earned it. Oh, wow. Sure. I was just curious. Like, mm -hmm. I was just curious. Like, oh, well, like, what is the way to. Jeffrey, even... you would do it too. Stop playing. You know, yeah. I don't fight. N neither do I. But tourists, when they finally do fight, they mean that shit. Mm -hmm. We don't fight often. So when you finally get us there, in my mind, I've, I've blacked out. So it's I no, it's no out. longer Jeffrey. Exactly. I call her Sasha. When Sasha comes out, you deserve whatever she that's, gives you. That's Jeffro 5 at that point. Oh, that's Jeffro 5. <laughs> that's Jeffro 5. He don't come out too often. You guys, I want to ask you a quick question about uh, polyamorous relationships. Break down polyamorous first. All right. It means you, you are sleeping with and dating more than one person. Okay. I have a friend who has... God, I'm sharing all my friends' businesses episode. Oh, we saw a chart about Polly. Uh, yeah, that lady did, with yeah. that big old chart. Yeah, her, yeah. my post got tired just looking at that chart. So the friend that I have was in monogamous relationships, and she was always the breadwinner. She was always the one who was the more affluent one in the relationship. She's 
a public figure. And she's used to dating people that, you know, when you're a public figure and, you know, niggas are not always doing well. You have to show some grace. Sure. And so she's in relationships where she's playing the alpha role, even though she's the feminine, right? She gets into a new relationship with someone who is married. And the person says, we, me and my husband, we have an arrangement. And Hold on, pause. Uh-huh. She got into a relationship with someone who is married? Yes. And the husband, con- the, it's a polyamorous, it's an open marriage. Okay. The husband has agreed that his partner can explore other people. Mm-hmm. And so now, instead of being a primary in a, in a monogamous relationship where she's doing all this work, she's now being treated as a queen. By both or by what? By both. <laughs> okay. As a secondary. She showed with her book bag. <laughs> <laughs> I think she got two book bags. No, I have two book this show has come undone so early. We barely made it two minutes into the show. So there's, there's many book bags. Okay. okay. And so she called me. She said, she, she, lots of, no books. There's no books in there. Backpack, no, backpack, backpack, backpack. Is it one of them see-through book bags? Yes. You got to call us sporty in this. Oh, my God. Random. The first time a lesbian ever pulled out a fake dick on me, it was see-through and it was heavy and it was made of like... It was it was an expensive art piece, and I was like, "Where, where are you putting that?" Oh the God. girls spend money on their like attachments. Oh, they you have should. to, yeah. yeah. They're expensive. They're very expensive for a good one. Like they plan. are. Expensive. It was like a, it was like almost two hundred dollars for a dig. For a good one, they are, yeah. So, anyways, so she called me. She was like, "Friend, my ego had a flare up because I'm like I'm used to being a primary. I'm used to being the number one. They're each other's primaries. I'm the only person here. Da 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 da." And I, she was like, "What what should I do?" And I think the average person would say, "Yeah, nah, you being a secondary and they got each other as each other's first. That sucks." What I actually said is, because I believe in giving advice for the person you're talking to, not advice that worked for you, right? For me, it wouldn't work. But I saw how much she's been glowing in the past couple of weeks that she's been pampered by both of these people. And I said, you being a primary who's being treated like shit is not an upgrade from a secondary who's being treated like a queen. Wait, she's being treated bad by both of them? No, she's being treated she's well. Great, yeah. Oh, you just said a primary that's being treated like shit. Wait. Yeah, primary. She's in, in a monogamous relationship. Oh, okay, okay, keep okay, up. Okay, okay. So in a monogamous relationship, she's she's a one-on-one, but she was being treated like shit. In this poly situation that she's exploring, she's secondary to a married couple, but they're treating her amazingly. And I said, sometimes what you need doesn't show up the way you think. You're probably very tired from being a, 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 an unappreciated primary, aren't you? She's like, yeah, I'm very tired. Yeah. I'm always having to be the man even though I'm not masculine, right? And she's like, I'm exhausted. I was like, so think about it. You're exhausted. And the universe said, we're going to give you a relationship where you get loved on in the way that you've been needing from your monogamous relationships. But the weight and the expectation of a one-on-one relationship has been taken off of you. Even though this is not what you expected, it's actually probably what you have the bandwidth for. Sometimes what you need and what you want are not the same thing. Oh, yeah, of course. And yeah. she was like, you're right. I don't have the energy to be some, to be, to be in a whole relationship. Yeah. Being a third to a healthy couple uh-huh. who's treating me right actually probably is the only kind of way I can engage right now. Sure. And I said, so your ego's having a tantrum because of how it should look rather than what makes sense for you. And here's the thing. This might only be a year. We don't know how long it's going to last, but until it stops working, who gives a fuck about the optics? Yeah. Yeah. So my question is, would you guys do that? If you were exhausted from a one-on-one monogamous relationship and a beautiful couple was going to give you amazing sex and take care of you and take you to fancy restaurants and bring over their book bags, would you be, <laughs> <laughs> would you be open to it? I mean, yeah, but for me, that's not, I'm not going to be a relationship. There's no commitment here. Y'all, y'all are the couple. I'm just coming to play. Oop. When I'm when I leave, you're like I just came to dance. Yeah. Oh, so you don't, you couldn't do you couldn't do it as a, as a relationship. Uh, not if I'm doing it because, like you said, you know, exhausted from previous previous relationships and things like that. No, I'm just I'm coming to. I feel what I am doing is helping to make you guys' relationship 
better, happier, fun, whatever. Yeah. So y'all are not my primary concern at all. I am just here for Damn. this moment. Y'all are my Cause roster. Because y'all are the couple. Yeah, y'all just on my so roster. So they wouldn't be your boyfriend and girlfriend? No. Okay. Y'all are the couple. I'm here to help y'all. <laughs> what if the couple says, we want you to be our secondary? You'd be like, no, thank you. Thank you for the, the fishes and lobsters. Um... It, it, I'd have to take a look at the whole situation. Cause they okay. They both fine. Got lots of money. Cheat you well. <laughs> oh, I am moving pay, in tomorrow. <laughs> Paid your rent for several months. Like, no, everybody's, everybody's attractive and got money. Yeah, but again, I would. I Wait would, a minute, was that a year, a real year? It was a, it was a real year. But do you see how but, this whole just changed his mind? But, no, but, look at my eyes. Do you see how quickly this man changed his mind when I mentioned they had a bag? But the thing <laughs> is, but no, the thing, honestly, again, them actually being the couple, I would never lose myself in this situation thinking that I could never be kicked out, replaced, one, you know, they want somebody else. Like, y'all are in the relationship. Right. I am just really coming here to have fun. So I would never get so sucked up in it as to where I'm like, these are my boyfriends. These are my No, they're, they're asking you to be in a relationship, though. Oh, sure. Why not? I'll try it. Wait a minute. Let's okay. go. Jeffrey's answer has changed I didn't try everything except that. Let's go. Oh, wow. Okay, Lulu, <laughs> Jeffrey, I think Jeffrey's saying yes and no and maybe all at the same time. I got to <laughs> see how it feels. Let's do a trial run for like two well, weeks. Well, the premise is great sex taking care of you financially and everything works you're just their secondary sure damn yeah, it sure. don't take much to he got i wasn't even trying to lure him and he changed his mind <laughs> Lou, how about you at this stage of your life because you know we have different stages where we're open to different things i think i'd be open really yeah, I, i'm very with the shits yeah the irony is i'm the one who talked her into it but i wouldn't do it you wouldn't it makes sense for her what did i say i give oh, advice yeah, that advice works for the works person. For person i don't make because yeah. what, what works for me is not what works for you i think because i was a unicorn which is what you were describing i was a unicorn several times mm -hmm. and um how do i say this in the two situations where the unicorn situation got got really serious and it felt like we were in a throuple mm -hmm. um it only worked for me and my ego because i could tell they both liked me more than they liked, they liked each other oh god <laughs> i mean that's normal i'm, I'm, be, I'm being honest like yeah, i, 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 I was the normal. shiny new thing and so there was no threat to my ego or my standing because I was the, the new kid in school. I was the fresh meat, right? When they both broke up, I ended up with the one that I liked more. See, okay. it's such a and, and that ended up being a monogamous relationship. And so for me, seeing that the two times I've tried to be poly, it still ended up monogamous. And I just ended up taking your man or your girl, whatever. I, that's why for me, I would never do poly right now because I know what it was like when I was the third. Yeah. And how my presence, despite being welcomed, mm -hmm. ended up ruining their relationship. And I believe in karma. And see, I think the reason <laughs> well, the reason why I'm open is because I've never done it. It's never even that been That's why I'm open. So but I'm I also like, I have friends that um, recently, not like like maybe a year ago recently, um, they had a situation where they welcomed in a third person. And a much, unicorn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Describe what you They were in a relationship and brought in that person. It was going for a while until... The person moved on. The person that wasn't the partner moved on. Mm -hmm. They were so heartbroken. Yeah, they, they get devastated. They get really attached. They was very heartbroken. It's like parents losing a kid to college. Like, it's weird. It's like a weird <laughs> Yeah, dynamic. but then to me, I'm like, how do y'all sit here and look almost like mourning a death, knowing y'all two are together, but it's like, y'all missing this third i don't know it was it was because a very interesting they're actually poly and that's the thing i will say about the poly community i do not think that poly or, or monogamy one is better than the other so i hate when monogamous people say that being poly is wrong but i also fucking despise when poly people say that monogamy is unnatural speak for your fucking self yeah what's natural for you might not be natural for me so i think both sides are full of shit mm -hmm. in the way that they talk 
about other people's choices while yeah. asking us to respect their own. You're all fucking hypocrites to me, right? Yeah. So I hate seeing poly people say that it's unnatural to be monogamous. That's bullshit because I fell for it and realized monogamy actually makes the most sense for me. What I think the issue is, I've seen people who are not actually poly, but who have partners who don't fully love them, want them, or are not fed by them. So they bring in the third as a supplement, not because they want a second partner, because they're too like cowardly to leave their first partner. That's one fake version of poly that I've seen. Mm -hmm. And also in my situations, the minute they realized they liked me, you left your girl when we ended up going together anyways. Yeah. So you were never poly. You just didn't like your girlfriend and you brought me in to, to do some nasty shit with you until she, she read the, the, the writing on the wall. You know what I mean? So like, I think I've seen so much fake poly. Real poly though is a real relationship. And I follow poly boards from back in the day. I saw one recently on threads that said, how do I stop myself from being jealous when my primary goes on a date? We think that poly people don't care. They get jealous too. They're people, right? And so if you need a third for your relationship to, to function, when you lose that third, you mourn a death. My issue as a unicorn is that they talk shit about each other to the unicorn a lot of times. So now you feel like a weird parent dynamic. I'm, I'm mentioning it feels a little bit weird because it's like parents are fighting with each other. And because you're the kid, you're the, you're the, you're the unicorn, they confess to you things that you feel are inappropriate. Like, I love mom. I love dad. Don't say this to them. And now we're all going to have sex yeah. afterwards. Like, it, yeah. it, it, it messed me up in a way. I was like, this is not for me, y'all. Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot of moving pieces. It's a lot of moving pieces. You just got to figure. Again, I've never done it. So I'm like, Tasha, sure, I would try. Let's see how it goes. But yeah. What's your definition of cheating? Because we're talking about poly and monogamy, and those are two things so where- So I think it changes when you're in a monogamous relationship versus a poly polyamorous. Right it? now, we're, we're all identifying as monogamous or just for the streets, Jeffrey, yeah? Just for the streets. Yeah, so monogamous <laughs> are for the streets. So, so I can't cheat. <laughs> you can't cheat, but if you were back to being monogamous, or yeah. would you, were you open in your last relationship? I don't want to assume. Um, I've always been monogamous. The last relationship was the first time that we uh open things up would you be open again if you ever fell deeply oh, yeah. in love okay so, so are you gonna assume if you have to assume but not like in a polyamorous like you said it's too many moving pieces you would just have like a guest star from time there you to go, time yeah oh yeah play together play partner you get a day rate yeah, yeah that makes sense <laughs> so as someone who has an open-ish relationship and as somebody who's currently monogamous i'm assuming just for the camera i don't want to know your business you yeah know. no we're monogamous <laughs> <laughs> i i too am very monogamous because i'll fight a bitch i'm at the point in my life where i don't share my food definitely my first question is to you guys what do you consider cheating jeff why well, i gotta go first we both looked at you friend um, so I feel like you, you have the most interesting answer. <laughs> for, yes, for whatever relationship you would be in, we're asking you to self-identify for whatever relationships you. Okay, so yeah, that again goes to like I me. Mean, obviously, in the mon the strictly monogamous standard, but you know, by definition, by then, your, your relationship, your next relationship, however you wanted to look, what would be cheating for you? So I can't answer about a future or not happening relationship because I don't know. Your like, last what, one, Jeffrey. Because what that person does not want to be. Just use your last relationship. Uh, my last relationship, <laughs> baby, that bar moved so many times. Um, so why and how does the bar move? Yeah, like because yeah. once you decide, like if you start as monogamous, then it might be a you know whatever traditional monogamous you know means for cheating. So what? But if, so what would that's that not be? cheating then because you, you guys have different rules for your couple. That's not cheating if you, if you guys wait. agreed. Oh, wait, it was both y'all said something. Well, that, my question was how did it start and then how did it evolve? Yeah, so starting it was again like oh we're in a relationship it's us you know that again that's why I say traditional like cheating what so, you think uh so what do you think is it like conversations on the phone is yeah we're it, asking what you think Jeffrey. you're head? making it too broad we're asking for is you specifically like we want like specific incidents for you what would it feel like for cheating you? for you in past it would definitely be like dating sleeping with mm -hmm. kissing um i'm just throwing that list of things that you know the conservatives say are cheating so physical <laughs> so, so physicality yeah physicality that kind of stuff but then when you added in when we added in the 
let's open it part then okay it's like okay obviously conversation that wouldn't be considered cheating you know yeah. certain things you let certain things go so so if you open it up if you have like guest stars what is considered cheating like if you do something behind your partner's back without their you knowledge cheat only, you know, no, only not telling your partner okay that's the thing like yeah because once you've opened it up you have you're speaking for up. yourself by the way because you're lots i know a lot of people who are open relationships who completely disagree so I just want to make sure that we are clear we're all speaking for ourselves yeah, for me yes. i'm very yeah. much a just let me know this, person because i'm a, this is yeah, just i'm the person yeah. that's gonna tell you oh so and so say hi to me today something that really that most people say oh that don't mean nothing like oh so and so they double tap my photo you're mm -hmm. like i'm that person i'm gonna give you all of that yeah. um so for me it's yeah if you if i'm in a open situation it's gonna just be what's just keep me informed be what is going on be transparent if you know you're going to do something tell me before i understand shit happens sometimes we could be sitting right here just having this podcast Next thing you know, the lights go off and we just all in here just naked. Hey, shit. <laughs> that's, that's actually happened to me before. It's happened to me so many times. Never on the podcast, though. <laughs> oh I mean, I'd be great for ratings, you know, but they, not they, on this they, show. They call it game night. <laughs> but, oh, my God, it was a game night, too. <laughs> but. Oh, my God. But, so, wait, you were in like the same one? You, wait, wait, <laughs> we're book bags. What was that? <laughs> you know what? So you've been in a game that it turned into an orgy too? That's if, yes. I promise with the guys, it's the, it's the rainbow. Maybe it's the LGBTQ got some questionable game yeah. nights. I mean, game okay. nights that start at appropriate times are actual game nights. But baby, we ain't playing I've been at several. At when, I, when I was hanging out with, 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 with the girls, I've been at several game nights. Like, this is, does not feel like, I went to a book club meeting that turned into an orgy. I was like, yeah. what, what about the chapter seven? So like, like that's a, is that, that is a situation of shit happens. It's like, okay, well, just let me know when you get home or whatever, what happened. But if you know. Wait, you didn't tell your partner? You just did it and then told them after? No, no, no. I'm saying for my partner and for me as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, if I'm just going somewhere and shit happens, then okay, hey, as soon as I leave, I'm like. Hey, babe, this is what happened. So... But if I am leaving my house with the intentions of knowing where I'm going and, you know, everything like that, then say something beforehand. You just described exactly why I'm not poly, but hit it. Um, and I'm not doing... Because <laughs> everything you just mentioned, I would, I would go to jail. Um, hit, like, seriously, I would go... Really? Uh, let me tell you something. And that's something. the thing that, hey, most people I cannot do, jail. specifically men, I will say men, cannot do that because they are... They in their mind think, like, already, like, you know, okay, I would go to jail... They want to put that on their partner. You don't know what I can handle. You tell me. I might be like, baby, do you got everything? Let me root. You know, do you need anything? I'm yeah, rooting, we're gonna, rooting we're you gonna on. Like, my butt pressure just spiked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, and I don't want to direct it towards you because I love you, friend, and we're not fucking. With my, yeah, I don't. Mm -mm. Mm. Lulu, what's mm. cheating for you? She's gonna throw that drink in my yeah, face. Yeah, I'm right. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> whore. <laughs> we should unpack that below. Yeah, yeah, right. Go ahead. No, no, because because he's saying a lot of fuck shit that I've heard from exes. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, f for me, cheating is, I think cheating, physical stuff for sure. Like kissing, having sex, getting head, receiving Damn, head, she went down the list. All anal, of that. anal for sure. It's like, if you don't listen. <laughs> we already know. But really cheating is anything that you would feel uncomfortable doing with that person while I was standing right there. That's my definition of cheating. Anything you feel like you cannot tell your partner. No, no. Anything that you wouldn't be frogging up to do with me staring at I'm, you right next I'm, to you. I'm looking at you and you do it. If, if I was sitting right here and you would watch your mouth, why aren't you watching your mouth when I'm not here? Mm. That's cheating to me. So my thing is, and because you know what that, that tells me? It tells me you know that you're bullshitting. Yeah. If you would feel uncomfortable doing it in front of me, why are you uncomfortable if it's not a big deal? Simple questions, right? Yep. Why are you uncomfortable if, you, if it's not a big deal? So can you ladies, can your partners... For you, man, for you, depending if you're going man or woman that day. Damn, we're just going to put it out like that? <laughs> How do you feel about your partner having friends of that opposite, opposite sex or, you know, for you, Blue, like 
if it, if it's a woman at the time, you know. I know stud. I'm pan, so everybody's a problem. Right, <laughs> right. Okay, I'm scared of all like, you motherfuckers. Stud. Anybody can get it. Anybody can get it. Especially they got book bags. Right. <laughs> you know what? It's just what, what are you, gonna, you go to a game like they all got book bags. <laughs> if I want you, you be like that. That's SpongeBob. Backpack, back. The episode's gonna be called Backpack, Back, Back. <laughs> like, but no, for you, I mean, Latasha, how do you feel about uh, your partner having female friends and Blue, your partner having uh, attractive friends of whatever, you know, sex they're interested in dating? I have zero problem with it. I, um, and I don't know, <laughs> I would think it would be the other way, but I had a boyfriend one time who cheated on me excessively. Jim. And so damn, damn, I damn. feel like, I, well, I mean, it's true. Yeah, I've been it's, that person. It's, it's, his dick was everywhere. It okay, was, It was literally everywhere. And so, but I feel like from that situation, there, there's no way that I can really, I personally can police someone. Like I can say, hey, there's things that I don't appreciate. I would, I would love if you don't do it, but I'm not like checking on phones. Where are you going? Who are you doing? Who is that? Da, 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 da. Like my boyfriend has like a lot of female friends, like tons of them. And a lot of them are really attractive. Like, have you met all of them? I've not met all of them, but I've met like a good chunk. When we were in New York, we um went to... And we met up with one of his female friends and she was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And she's like a stripper and she's really sexy. She has like OnlyFans. Still like today she's or very used to be? Today she was like, I'm going to work tonight. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> working at the pyramid tonight. Uh -huh. <laughs> there was some of the boys are there like, we should go support. And I was like, yeah, we probably should go. <laughs> but he's friends with her. And like, I think also the way that he interacts with them mm -hmm. and the way they interact with me. Yes. And That's like, very important. And so like, and he's never like, withholding anybody or just you know like yeah. oh you can't meet him or I'll, um, if I was ever like who's that like sometimes I play with it because he you know he's on Instagram and he has him there was one girl who like had her arm around it and I like took a screenshot and blew it up and like just sent it to him like just to be funny like to pretend like I'm jealous because I'm really not but it's just like he's never he never gives me the vibes even though men can be absolutely cheating and not give vibes but I, I think that I can't worry myself about any of that mm -hmm. anytime a man has been cheating I have always found out whether I was looking oh it always not. comes out it always comes so, yeah. out so I'm not gonna get my blood pressure up I'm not gonna worry about what you're doing I'm not gonna try to say I don't want you around that girl or guy or whoever and also he's an adult just like I am you know how to act around people who are attractive and people who are attracted to you. I'm happy you. I'm going last, y'all. Go ahead. <laughs> and people, <laughs> she's happy she's going last. Oh. And I'm like, people who are attracted to you, you should, you should know how to conduct yourself like as a, as a human being. So if you don't, then we don't really need to be together because I can't be like, oh, I don't want you to be friends with her because she's pretty or because she's flirtatious or because of any fucking reason. Yeah. So, uh, I feel so like go I, ahead, Blue. I feel like I have to pace myself for my answer so my inner, inner goon doesn't come out. <laughs> um... First things first, I don't think cheating is the only way you can disrespect a relationship. Sure. Mm -hmm. So just because I don't think you're cheating doesn't mean we don't have to have boundaries, if that makes sense. There's a lot of people, insecure people, and I'm going to speak about women because right now I'm dating mostly men and who like women, who like the idea that I could have your man if I wanted to, even if, I, if I'm not doing anything with him, right? Mm -hmm. And so my first thing- You is, mean like make him do, like move or- There's a certain way, cause I've, I've been, so this is gonna be interesting. I'm usually on the other side. Mm -hmm. And so because I'm usually the emotional mistress, yeah. that's why I peep game a little bit differently, if that makes sense. Cause mm -hmm. I'm usually the person who has a guy friend who I know likes me and who I know I could fuck if I really wanted to. Mm -hmm. Who has a girlfriend and I, I'm no threat to her as far as cheating, but I really know that you only have him because I, I, I threw him back in the water, right? Mm -hmm. And we have a flirtiness that I know is inappropriate if I was her. 
Sure. Does that make sense? Yes. And so because I've been an emotional mistress to so many men, mm-hmm. there are certain things that I'm looking out for that have nothing to do with cheating that I still think are disrespectful from this side of the, of the pond. Okay. Like I've been like, damn, if I was your girlfriend, I would fucking kick you out right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for me, the thing about if you wouldn't do it in front of me, don't do it, whatever. One of the things I've learned is when a woman likes a man or they just haven't had their moment yet, or she likes the idea of being able to talk shit about the person that um, the person that he's dating, the first thing she does is she doesn't want to meet you. So if, if you have a close friend who is not excited or open to meeting me, now we have a fucking problem. Because we, I was talking to a homegirl one time, actually a couple of days ago, who said she found out that one of her guys, uh, her husband's um, friends was cheating with the woman after they broke up. Mm-hmm. And she said, this woman met me and like held my child. Well, I offered, when she came to the hospital to me with the baby, I offered to let her hold my child because this was like one of his closest friends. And she intentionally did not want to hold the child or, or be friendly with me. And something went off in my head. A lot of times when a woman knows they're going to fuck your man, they are making a point not to be friendly with you because they don't want to feel bad about the fact that they're about to fuck your man. Sure. Either they don't want to feel bad or they it's a vindictive thing. So I've definitely exactly. been around. Yeah, you can tell when some shit is going on. I've been in that situation. So if yeah. you are not warm and excited to get to know me I don't give a fuck if he's cheating or not we have a problem yeah, right so yeah. that so for me cheating is not the issue it's respect right yeah. mm-hmm. so I don't care if your dick stays home get that funny shit out of my face before I go to jail yeah, right yeah. so Ooh. if she don't want to meet me if she's being funny if she's funky if she has opinions about things that are none of her business if you're sharing things with her knowing that she's not rooting for us which means that anything you share is poisoned ground that's an issue even if you never fuck this bitch you so for what? me, a lot of women, and this is a thing I learned from my gay male best friend that and you know you knew him. My gay male best friend, in retrospect, cock blocked a lot of my, my relationships because even though he didn't want to sleep with me, he liked being the primary man in my life. Mm-hmm. Women can be the same way where you're my person even though I, I don't want to be with you. Sure. And so if you have a girlfriend, she's a threat to me non-sexually, right? Mm-hmm. So if I feel any of that territorial energy... I don't care if you're not cheating with her. We have a fucking problem. Yes. So I think that's why to me it's not about I trust my man and I love him and only insecure bitches. No, 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 no. I don't like funny shit. Well, I, to me it's like not Does even. Does that make sense, guys, by the way? It absolutely makes sense. I think from my perspective when I'm like I can't. I think just because, as we all know, I'm a cancer. Yeah. So I'm very emotional. So I'm like I can't do this emotional roller coaster. I'm doing this for my own peace. Absolutely. Like this doesn't have anything to do with anybody else. Like I'm not but calling But this was funny. Man. I don't see you being being cool with one of Master Splinter's friends being disrespectful or funny around you. I, yeah, but I feel like he would kill it before like it would even get exactly. To me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I was gonna say like everything that you described. <laughs> This is gonna sound bad, Uh-oh. but Uh-oh. whatever. I don't know. It doesn't. <laughs> oh, so, me and Jeff got nerfs and set up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like um, in my twenties, I used to hang out with my cousin and all of his male friends, and I used to go on like trips with them. And mm-hmm. I was usually always the only girl, and so I would like bring women. Like I was like a madam. A madam? <laughs> I was. Wait a minute, so you were bringing would, the hoes? I would bring the hoes, and so. Oh, wow. um, there, when they started like getting married and all this stuff, some of the wives would try to befriend me, which I had no, literally zero problem with. And also, I'm great with women. You are. And I'm great with like separating things and all that. But all the dudes were like, no, you cannot be friends with them. You can't be friends with my wife. Don't do it. Da 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 da. So I'm like, okay. So I would be like a little standoffish, like never cold, but like when they would try to make our friendship go further, like Mm -hmm. I couldn't really, I would just kind of playfully downplay it. And so they probably was like this bitch. And so they, they would always get like a, the men 
Because they would always be like, why Latasha gets to come and we don't go? Like, who's messing with her? And da, 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 da. And then one guy, he said, he was like, she gets to go because no one is messing with her. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and her cousin is here. You think her cousin's going to bring her on a trip so all his homeboys can run through her? Mm. No. So that was like my only out, like my my actual cousin was there. So yeah. it was like, that that's not happening. But I'm I'm like, y'all hoes should be suspicious that <laughs> I can't even be friends with y'all. These niggas won't even let me talk right, to y'all. Like, okay. I'm like, y'all, I could do it. Like, it's fine. I'm like, uh-uh. But here's the thing, Lulu. Your energy doesn't feel like a vindictive bitch. It feels like this is awkward yeah my right. hands are tied <laughs> this is awkward my hands are tied feels very different than mm-hmm, bitch i could have your man okay. like it feels very different so for me anybody male female non-binary other they them them that's so if hard, you are yo, not if you, blue, if, you i'm not i'm sorry blue you dating open to dating everybody it's just like no no but, but that's what i'm saying that's actually better because <laughs> it doesn't get to be assigned to jealousy because i think you want my man it's a universal human thing so it actually makes it simpler for me mm. anybody who does not root for my relationship and is not rooting for my happiness is not welcome here like regardless said, of gender like how you saying about your gay <laughs> male, male West exactly like yeah. I, I got engaged twice and those were the, the years where he was moved to atlanta the fact that I'd never had a serious relationship when he was around. Yeah. I was like, well, that's a clue. Why can't I have... A-? Because he was always cock-blocking. So I've learned that there are non-sexual threats via platonic relationships to your relationship. And us thinking, well, he would never cheat, so she's cool. I think that's short-sighted because I've seen other non-sexual variations of fucking up my relationship even though you never slept with him. I've never had... Well, knowingly, I've never had anybody cock-block me from... Maybe not knowingly. Yeah, yeah knowingly. That's, knowingly. That's why, yeah. I, yeah, knowingly, I've never had that happen. Now, I'm going to ask this. We're going to do something called uh, Hell No or I Don't Care, where we're going to say, does this feel like cheating and something that would be a problem? Or I don't really care. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we, need hard, little, we need a little. Uh, sign. I know. I wish we had a sign. <laughs> I was thinking that in the car. We're like, do we need a sign? And I'm going to do a couple and then I'm going to let you guys uh, think on the fly and do a couple too so you guys can be creative. Okay. Because the bitch got tired. <laughs> All right. Hell no, um, hell no or I don't care. Hard eyes on a baddie's pick who is your partner's type. He did the hard eyes or the person did the hard eyes? The person, he did the hard eyes. The partner did the hard eyes. Yeah, your partner is doing hard eyes and flames under a, a, a sexy motherfucker who is in their wheelhouse of attraction. I don't care. How about you, Jeffrey? Uh, I don't care, yeah. I care, hell no. <laughs> um, responding to a flirty comment um, under a thirst trap post that they had. Responding to the com- mm, I don't care. It's call to action. Was it was it flirting back or it was neutral? That's a great question. Um, it was uh, ambiguous. So neutral, regular. No, neutral and ambiguous is different. Ambiguous okay. means there's, there's a little bit. Of, it might have been something, but I'm not sure. Oh, no, hell no. Uh, I just needed to know the backstory. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't want to create a backstory because you what, not what, what you, What's your answer? Oh, so far, these have both been hell no. Okay. Me. Yeah, I don't play that shit. Cool. Um, texting your ex. <laughs> texting your ex? Mm-hmm. I don't care. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about me <laughs> texting mm-hmm. my. Mm-hmm. Texting your ex. Mm-hmm. That's an, I would love to just give us a plan, but how did that relationship end? <laughs> Where y'all at today? There's like, so many asterisks. I feel like Jeffrey and I have more I in common. I think we have even, more in common, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I'm, I'm, it's the I'm borderline, rising. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm borderline hell no, but also kind of I don't care, but I need to know Here's why the these things are happening. Most of the things I've said hell no to, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of ways I could have said and I don't care. But if there's even one way where you got me fucked up, I'm just going to say hell no to keep it clean. Does yeah. that make sense? Yep. Because yeah. if it was like a, a somebody like, oh, you fine as hell. And he's like, oh, thank you. I wouldn't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like if it's anything other than thank you, we got a problem. Again, I'm going back. Officer, please come get me. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> the fact that I have not been arrested, because there have been plenty of times where I probably should have. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, following your ex who we all know is still in love with you. 
Oh. <laughs> Jeffrey, I think you answered without yeah, answering. Yeah, we know. We still it's obvious that bitch still wants to sit on your dick. Uh-huh. Oh. No. Yeah, that's a hell no. That's a hell no? Yeah, hell no. Um, <laughs> Blowjob from a random didn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if I'm in that open relationship, I don't care. Just let me know. But wow, Jeffrey. Yeah, if I'm in an open relationship, just let me know. I don't care. But if we are doing a monogamous thing, then hell no. You, Lulu. Hell no. Being friends with someone after they've confessed they have a crush on you. I don't care. That'd be fun because I'm gonna show up. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff gonna be petty. That's something. Yeah, he's gonna show up with his shirt okay. off. <laughs> like, oh, that's cute for you, SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> backpack. backpack. <laughs> Jeff is gonna show up with a backpack. Oh, right? Yeah, that'd be fun. Really? Be, yeah. All right, you guys will ask them. Go ahead. Um, how about I'm nervous because I feel like the cancers be having the fucked up shit in the back of their minds. The cancers are nothing but nicer Scorpios. They low key be in the shrubs. <laughs> Hit it, love. Um, going, going to lunch, mm. like with uh, with an ex. Did you tell me? Yes. And you still went after we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so hell no, for so, blue. So you looked at my face and you talked about it, and you took your happy ass and still went You're to like, my jail. Now, now I'm in jail. <laughs> That's why they're going to lunch because your ass locked up. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm crying off my makeup because I'm going to jail in every scenario. Okay. What about you, Jeb? Um, all of their friends, people they know, are from social media. Oh. Like they're always like, oh, yeah, this is my friend, this is my friend. And then, you know, you find out how y'all know each other. Oh, well, so they slid in their DMs or he slid in their DMs. What if somebody slid in their DMs? Wait, no, slid in the DMs is different than social media friends. I feel like everybody on social media is trying to slide in DMs for reasons. I am not attracted to 99% of the people that I know on social media. That you slide in their DMs? Okay. Not, I ain't talking about all of your social media. I'm no. About so social media you, friends is different than DM friends. So which yes, one is it? Yes, there we go. Like you, so DM friends. Like all these people that you know, these attractive people that you're bringing around. Oh, I failed a test. This is, my, this is my friend. Not, this is my friend. And then you get to the root of how you know them. It's because either your partner or that person slid into the DM. Yeah, no. No, she still wants yeah, to suck your dick. Yeah, down for no. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. What about if you keep pictures of that person, like an ex? Like, just keep them. You don't talk to them no more. Like, Why are you keeping them? Memories? Memories. Oh, you don't remember I, in so your brain? I, well, here's one thing with me. My Instagram, it literally has every photo that I've ever posted from day one, whenever, whatever your Instagram started. Um, I don't archive. That's I don't wild. delete anything. Me neither. Yeah, you're both wild. Because wild. for me, it's more like this is a and I don't, reckless. It's reckless. No, it's just like this is where I was in my life at that time, at that age, at that year. Why you do know? we need to see it, friend? Because this is this is where I was. Because one thing, also, people always my memory ain't necessarily the greatest. So, so it's a necessity. I just like it, you know. Whether me and a person together, not together, fell out, not fell out. Like you can go back. Look, thank God it wasn't there in college. But you can really actually go down my Instagram and find two. Of my yeah relationship exes. How about I, having friends who are all your type? Having friends that are all my type. Mm -hmm. Jeff, what is your type? I'll, it, fine. The, listen, the line is always moving. <laughs> no, but it's always fine. Because I, mean, I have friends that are quote fine. unquote my type that I have never. Exactly. Done so my question is, with. how would you feel if your partner had friends that were all your oh, type? Oh, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, it wouldn't bother me. I wouldn't bother me either. That one fine. We finally got to one that I don't care. Okay. Because my type is 90s fine and all my friends look 90s fine, so I'd be a fucking hypocrite. <laughs> now he going to jail, so I feel bad about that one. Yeah. Now, if someone told you that they once 
slept with their best friend, but they're like brother and sister now. Would you be okay with them being? I hate when people say that. I hate when they say brother because you don't because you don't sleep with your brother and sister. It doesn't matter what happens. Thank you, bitch. Find somebody else over the crazy side. You're a thousand percent right. However, this is one thing where it's a very double. Hold on, see y'all. Oh God, and it's very tricky. In heterosexual, homosexual friendships, relationships. How about I'm both? And I still call them bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm women and woman. men. You're, you're you, can, not a man. you can sleep with somebody and you guys be completely platonic at yeah. the point that you're like, but I just don't like the term, they're like my brother or sister, yeah. and you guys have fucked. That is just not, it's just untrue. It's disingenuous. We'll camera. I'll give you a name. <laughs> well, that's called Lord. incest, friend. I'll give you a name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're There's not, for that. because we are not related in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Oh, wow. But the term, when we say that's like my brother, it's then just stop more, saying of, it. it's more about the closeness. Like, stop no, saying it. It's, it's not, not your brother. It's not, it's not You're your not your sucking your brother's dick, so stop it's saying not, it. It's not, it's not like your brother. Can we it's discuss how I hate the word friend now, but fine, niggas? Because every single time an attractive man that I'm dating said, this is my friend, that word means about 18 different things. It's a girl the word friend with attractive men. The word friend, friend, friend can be somebody who tried to get with you, but you curved them. Somebody that you tried to get with, but they curved you. Somebody you used to fuck. Somebody you only fuck on Wednesdays before you met me. Like the word friend has been bastardized so much by fuckboys. Yes. When a guy says, this is my friend. My first, what kind of friend? That word don't mean <laughs> shit to me. What kind of friend is this? I just feel like, have you ever had sex? Again, I don't think sex is the only way that. To it. I is know, it, but I want to start it, there. Does she want to fuck you? <laughs> you got to listen to what they say. Is this my friend with a hard D or is this my friend F R E E N? No, you <laughs> got to listen to pronouns. You got to listen to pronouns. Is this our friend? Is this our friend? <laughs> is she coming to our house to talk to us? Um, what do you? There will be girls that they did sleep with before, and they will still be your friend. Like also, oh, absolutely. And because there, people can be friends. Like after they slept yeah. together, you're just not like brother and sister. And you're probably not coming to my house for Thanksgiving. I mean, maybe. Yeah. If they're cool, what if they did it like 15 years ago and they haven't done it since? I'm going to be very honest with you. If you've seen my man's sex face, you know what his dick tastes like? I don't want you in my house. Why? Mm-hmm. I, because I don't want you to and that's enough. Like, I pay if rent. they did it last night, of course. But if this was like some years ago. That's my boundary, friend. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's how that worked. <laughs> <laughs> Your man can be friends with anybody Blue, they had sex Blue with. Blue and them titties spoke up. <laughs> right. They said hard no. Well, I tell you, it's a hard no. Because again, guys, there's, and this is going to make me sound like a whore. So I'm going to sound like a There are very few scenarios that you're going to give me that a man didn't play in his girl's face with me. Mm-hmm. And that's playing his girl's face. Yeah, like, and th- I think that's the reason why these are all hard nose because my natural inclination is we can all be friends. Kumbaya, you saw me trying to be poly unicorn. I was out here like I wasn't some territorial jealous person who was going around saying you can't be around nobody who, who has a vagina. It's the fact that for twenty years of dating, there've been so many men who have used me as their emotional mistress and done things that were disrespectful that looked good on paper that I would have been okay with as their girlfriend that I knew were not okay from what's really happening behind the scenes. And so for me, my hyper-awareness is because I know that this shit happens in in plain sight. Mm -hmm. And there have been so many times where he and I have fallen out and then she hits me up because I've always been nicer. I've never been the funny girl who's like, oh, I can't talk to her because I want to fuck her man. And when we talk and I tell her, I've seen the devastation on their faces. So I don't have the luxury of not knowing how far left this can go. Have either of you, lady? Go ahead. Well, Well, no, I want you to answer that because it's going to change topic. Okay, yeah. So I guess from from my perspective, I I feel like I I know what you're saying. Yeah. So do you think that you can tell with the man that you're with if you fully trust him? He's not who I'm worried about. So you think that somebody else can get him out of 
his space. My fear is not losing my partner because if it's between me and another bitch, pick her. So, mm-hmm. it's, so it's not about losing him. It's, okay. My fear is I don't like people playing in my face and disrespecting my emotional investment because in my relationships, the way that I invest is heavy handed. So I guess my question is if if you, you don't have confidence that you think that he'd be like the with the woman hey you, you right now you playing in my girl's face i'm gonna need you to chill well first of all thank you for asking that i like a man who doesn't see a problem with any of this because he doesn't want to deal with it, it either mm-hmm. right so if you're dealing with the perfect example master splinter mm-hmm. most of the stuff that i'm explaining master splinter was like this sounds exhausting i want no part of it i'm going to lose house <laughs> right let's be honest right like mm-hmm. most of the most of the covert shit that i'm describing mm-hmm. he would find exhausting and just come to your house mm-hmm. so my thing is most of the stuff i'm saying the men who are really into me have no issue with it like i don't want to fuck none of my friends if that bothers you then all right we ain't got to do it. like it's not a big deal mm-hmm. The men whose egos are fed from the clever part of them that usually gets away from getting stroked on in, 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 in open sight without being caught. Mm-hmm. They're the only ones who have ever had an issue with me saying. This. And so that's the that's my question. Like, do, if you would, would you do you think that you would be able to identify whether it was that kind of guy or the other type who was just like, I'm not engaging with this. Like, yes. This is, so and so yeah. to, if you are able to identify then why? Wouldn't you feel comfortable with him um, being friends with somebody maybe he slept with 15 years ago? Blind spots. Okay. No, the answer is blind spots because there have been times where I've been with somebody who very sincerely adored me mm-hmm. and I was onto that bitch and he just couldn't see it because he loved her and she was a blind spot. Okay. So again, this is not about me trusting my partner. I'm just, it's about me understanding the ecosystem of how, how do I say this nicely? I actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up. This was actually on the itinerary. There are certain people in this world who are very conspicuous Mm -hmm. and they move in a way that is vainglorious and confident that they shouldn't have access to. Mm -hmm. So gay black men are are supposed to be a lot less confident than you, Jeffrey. Let's be honest, especially in LA where everybody's let let me finish. Yeah. Especially in LA. (laughs) LA is full of insecure gay black men who don't know they're pretty. Let's be honest. Lulu, Mm -hmm. women who are as attractive as you are not supposed to be as nice to other women as you are. Mm -hmm. And I'm not supposed to be plus size Beyonce. Right. So we all (laughs) represent things that are not supposed to happen. When you are someone who is atypical, whether you recognize it or not, I know Jeffrey doesn't, whether you recognize <laughs> it or not, you very naturally inspire envy that people don't want to admit to themselves. That's and true. And as someone who has consistently inspired envy from people who didn't want to admit to themselves, I don't get to move like everybody else. Mm-hmm. There are certain safeguards that I have to have because no matter how pure my heart is, some of y'all are just predisposed to hate me because I shouldn't even fucking exist. Mm-hmm. So when you know you're a conspicuous person, and let's be honest, I only date other conspicuous people. So you have a fan club and a, and, a, and a hater group. I have a fan club and a hater group. We're not for public consumption. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that a, a basic bitch, no offense to y'all, could do. But like, oh, I'm not worried. There are people who are just going to do it because it's me and they want to get one over on me because they're like, that bitch is too fucking confident. I finally got one over no, on Blue. I, I Does that make sense to y'all? Of course. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. But I'm I, reading the room. It's, it's not insecurity. I'm just reading the fucking room. No, no, no. I like, and I, no one's saying that it's insecurity. Like, But I, again, for me specifically, I think that I just can't. I'm I'm too much of a feeler and I'm just yeah, too emotional feel, feel where me. I just can't even engage. Like I have to be with somebody who makes me feel a hundred percent comfortable, I confident, agree. secure. So because I can't be like, well, who was that? Did y'all fuck? What's going on? What did she say? Why is she texting? Da 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 da. Like I don't. And also like I I also really tune out like a lot of stuff. And because I just can't like I'm I'm so emotional and I, and that's why I just can't I just can't do it. So for me, like mm-hmm. I, obviously you and I are different. Like you, I actually think we're the same. I just get less emotional about it, so I can be on some goon shit. Yeah, like I'm because <laughs> it, it's just too much for me. So 
I for me, it's more because I know exactly what you're talking about. And that does happen to me a lot where people are like, oh, I just and I think that it has. Why my, are you so fucking nice? Yeah. One yeah. of my one of I had an ex who told me that one of my friends, like after he and I broke up, told me that this girl was like trying to pull up on him and all this kind of stuff. And he was like, you think that you you got all these great friends and she was trying to pull up on me. But he was so untrustworthy. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I don't even he was care. A bum. Yeah, right. like, I don't even, I'm like, at this point, and I'm still friends with this girl. And honestly, the space that she was in during that point is actually very feasible. So mm -hmm. it could possibly be. He could have been telling the truth. He could have been telling the truth, mm -hmm. but since he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Back, 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 right. back. Get you a lesbian and come over. <laughs> right. And so, but now, like, the relationship that I'm in now, there's literally nothing anybody could tell me, like, about him and like that I would and he if I went to him and he was like that's not true I would 100% believe him and here's the thing I love about you and Master Splinter I know when I'm with somebody who's like that which means if you're with someone like that and you suddenly set an obvious boundary based on some flagrant shit and he starts to act funny mm -hmm. you've hit a, a sore spot that he hasn't discovered because it's so atypical to his personality yeah if he had a friend who you're like oh she's a crush on him I know that he don't have a problem like he's not gonna do nothing with her but it's so obvious she likes him that's cute and you mention it to him and he gets defensive mm -hmm. a part of your brain is gonna be like hold on mm. this yeah. is not us yeah right so that's why I'm like these boundaries that I'm setting are only an issue if you're trying to slip something under the radar sure if and you're only up and up this, this is like duh to you it's like duh and that's and that's so funny I was gonna say that because I um like I said he has a lot of female friends I went to one of his like little classes and I was like that girl got a crush on you he was like so <laughs> see I love that's that that's literally what he said he I love like, that <laughs> but if he was like no 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 that's just my friend why are you tripping yeah. you'd be like nah hold on nigga. <laughs> hold the fuck on why are you so upset he's like what about it I think this comes down to and this is something that I had to learn the hard way because I'm, I'm very naive mm -hmm. you have to be honest about how people receive you regardless of your heart sure mm -hmm. that's what it comes down to if I wasn't someone who I had to make peace with inspiring and because i used to be like i'm harmless why do you guys have this problem i have to be like it's not about me it's not it, it has really nothing isn't. to do with how i'm showing up I, I can be as nice as i want if you're determined to hate me you're going to hate me and if that bitch is mad that i pulled you and she couldn't guess who's going to be funny when she sees us together yeah even the example i gave about the lying on the dick yeah. the fact that me and this guy went on one brunch and we can't even talk on social because there's already people in the bushes yeah mm -hmm. that tells you how my dating life is might be a little bit trickier sure. than it's so the funny because i had somebody <laughs> uh i just recently very recently met somebody i'm like oh this is you know attractive this is you know great hung out and one of my friends one of my, my really close friend you know i'm telling them everything and they happen to just be doing they because i have friends that do research because i need to know who this person is i'm <laughs> telling you like, well, like, we're not those friends too but go ahead <laughs> this is one of the one of the boys doing research oh y'all do research different yeah very uh -huh. different yeah mm -hmm. um but one thing he came back to me he was like Friend, didn't y'all just meet like on, I'm gonna say random day, like Wednesday or something? I was like, yeah, he's like, friend, you already double tapping all these photos. I'm seeing you showing up <gasps> in all these photos in the last, like, you know, how's Instagram? It's what, three photos across? It's like in the first, you know, those the first three blocks, you showing yeah. up and you ain't on none of the previous <gasps> ones. Friend, people go, no, something. I was like, oh, so I'm taking back my likes. Right, see? It's just little things that I'm like, see, that stuff I don't even think about. Don't even think about But here's the thing though, I think there's two things that play. Number one, there's some of us who I call it anchovies versus vodka. This is a theory I've had. My friend told me. Anchovies and vodka. Those two things don't even go together. Let me, let me explain. So <laughs> this is going to be. Olive and this, vodka. No, anchovies <laughs> and vodka. No, it has to be anchovies and vodka. The reason why um, I say some of us are anchovies, some of us are, are vodka, and you have to know which one you are, is anchovies are so intense. No matter what you put them in, you can taste them in it. Right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Vodka, no matter how strong, it disappears and elevates whatever it's touching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people That's are vodka. I drink vodka. Exactly. Some people, oh, I, I'm a tequila girl. Some people are vodka where no matter what they do, it, it doesn't make you feel no kind of way. Mm-hmm. They can say something wild. You don't feel no kind of way. You can hide the taste. Right. Some people are, anch- <laughs> thank you for understanding the analogy. Some people are anchovies, no matter how they tender they out. are, they are always going to be loud. Taste. You, yeah. you, you, you taste them on everything they touch. But yeah. I like both. But here's the thing, because here's the thing, you are a anchovy who's learned how to pretend to be vodka. Me and Lulu are just anchovies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, mm, what's a little fishy? What's in here? It's Lulu and Blue, right? Blue and so again. when you recognize that you are an anchovy, you have to act accordingly and stop taking shit personal because you're just a fucking anchovy. No. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're the nicest anchovy. I can still taste you in a Caesar salad, babe. It's like a part of me wishes I knew these things that I know now at my age as far as dating, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. when I was in my 20s and Ooh, early 30s. Dangerous. But the thing, I'm also glad I was that naive person because you learn. You know, yeah. you learn from it. You don't make the same mistakes twice. You, you make do. you make mistakes differently, but you typically don't make that same mistake twice. Lord willing. Yeah. Dating, I think what we've underscored in this episode um, called Backpack, Backpack, <laughs> is that <laughs> dating is a risk. Love is a risk. Yeah. You're basically yeah. standing completely vulnerable and naked in front of somebody and saying, I don't, I trust you not to fuck this up. Sure. Mm-hmm. How, on a scale of one to 10, how open are you to the risk that's required for true love? Starting with Lulu, because I, I can already feel Jeffrey's going to need some time. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how open are you? Um, I'm like really open. I'm like nine. That's beautiful. Yeah, like really open. It, but it, I feel like it took me a lot of time to get to that point. And work too. Yeah, time and work and therapy and all that kind of stuff. So it absolutely did not happen overnight. Again, with the cancer, the hard shell. And, you know, I need somebody who's going to be patient with me and like my pace, because if you try to rush me, then I'm going to go back in my show. I'll be like, never mind. I love how self-aware you are because your self-awareness stops you from being a stereotype. (laughs) My first best friend was a cancer. I know cancer women very well. (laughs) You don't remember that bitch at all. Like you've clearly done the work because aging alone doesn't heal you. Yeah. It's a bunch of miserable old people. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's. It's hard, so but it, it's I'm I'm glad that I've finally gotten to the point where I feel as comfortable I do about being vulnerable about with being in love and stuff like that. So and you end nice. up with a partner who is psychologically safe enough for that to make sense. Yes, bitch, I hope it's contagious. It's my turn this year. <laughs> How about you, Jeffrey? On a scale of one, first of all, fuck bad boy. <laughs> fuck, no. <laughs> no, just, fuck me. <laughs> coming on here like pop. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck He's your bitch playing. in the click you came. <laughs> wow, Jeffrey, no. that's a lot. Okay. First off. <laughs> oh, kill one to how open, open are you to love? No, so uh, honestly, Blue, as you saw yourself from reading my cards, I am we a had never big, this down. big, yeah, because I tell y'all like, like the truth, I love love. I cannot wait to be in love again. I don't know when that will be. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, 10, all the way in. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Chef, please. Oh my God. We're we gonna get struck by the lightning. Lies, y'all say, y'all the go, lies, go, the go lies, Blue, the lies. What was, Blue, what is the original question? On a scale of one to ten, how open are you to the risk involved to find true love? I am a. T- I love love. I never mentioned thirty million dollars. I love love. Okay. Again, I love love. So if you met somebody, that's the problem. That I requ- haven't met. Pause. But if you met somebody that required the risk that it takes to find true love, and they didn't have thirty million dollars, you would you would take that risk at a ten? I've done it three times already. No, I'm talking about now. Yeah. Okay. I, don't I, lo- I love love. I'm uh, I'm I happy just... the camera's on me while he's lying off camera. Um, <laughs> he loves love. We're not talking about loving love. We're talking about the courage it takes to step out. 
Yeah, it's just nobody has. Okay. So my answer, like, <laughs> Jeffrey. Again, Bill. we don't make those same mistakes twice. So Some it's just do. nobody that has gotten me to that place of you're not I'm willing, willing to, to be take vulnerable. that risk. You're not yeah. willing to be vulnerable, No, Jeffrey. that's the problem. I'm very vulnerable. Okay, maybe. Well, you know what? We're gonna let, I am very We're going to let Jeffrey have his 10. We're going to be supportive. <laughs> so no, the, we're gonna, no, no, Jeffrey, we're being supportive. Let it go. We're going to let you have your it, 10. What? Oh, you see, Jeff's mic got unplugged by God as he was about to continue lying. My answer. I mean, I was going to say something I shouldn't say oh, yeah, on camera. Yeah, God knew. Not um, a lie, but I was going to get myself get a phone call after this oh, airs. Really? <laughs> um, I honestly, okay, this is so funny. I am at a nine. I'm very much at a nine when it comes to being open to the risk that requires love, and I recognize that through dating the last two months, three months and the different men that I've been on dates with and the different experiences I've had, I'm recognizing that they are certain triggers that I'm working through in real time, very quickly, but working through in real time because I'm re-engaging in a different way. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people uh, uh, conflate uh, avoidance with healing. Mm -hmm. I haven't had a tantrum in a year. You haven't left your house in a year. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Leave the fucking house and then tell me how it goes. You know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. I think the fact that I took a year off from dating, now that I am dating, there are triggers that I'm like, oh, because my palate is cleansed, that's a trigger. Yeah. And I'm working through it quickly, but I'm very surprised by where the triggers are showing up. So it's interesting to be so open while still having a fresh wound that's being healed in real time, if that makes sense. But I, I trust myself to um, find someone who deserves me and to also pivot if it stops making sense. My friend um, who's a witch, because you know, the witches hang out in covens. <laughs> she said this is the year that she's, she sees me attracting my partner. That's lovely. Her last prediction came true. I feel like we talked about this in one 2023 in one of these episodes. We did. And probably. we've been, Blue, this is happening because we've Jesus been, Christ. we've, it's come up in conversation. Yeah, I keep getting calls from random witches like Get that womb ready. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where did wombs come from? Because you're about to have all the unprotected sex. Wait a minute. No, no. Okay, first of all, wow. Jeffrey, if I get pregnant, I'm blaming you. You know that, right? That's fine. I'm going to be a great uncle. A gunkle? A gunkle. I want to say to anybody that I'm talking to that I am not actively trying to get pregnant and that my friends are just being funny. Please do not get scared by them. Nobody, I don't think nobody's trying to get pregnant. I'm not trying to get pregnant. Some people be trying. Some people do be trying. I am, because here's the thing, honestly, I don't want a baby or marriage by any means necessary. And I think that what that's what separates me from a lot of women over 40, except for Lulu, who feels the same way. <laughs> I only want a child and a husband if it enhances the amazing life that I've already built for myself. Mm -hmm. Yes. There are women who have amazing lives who would be in shambles to give up everything just to have a baby and a husband. I am not yeah. one of y'all. Yeah, there are a lot of women like that. Who would give up everything just for some dick really, and a baby. It's shocking. But also, when they get it, they'll be like, oh, shit, this it ain't what I thought. thought. Mm -hmm. Because, and, and Lulu, I will say, oh, there's no. some privilege. I've gotten some DMs about our privilege. Y'all always DM me with shit that is none of We're our business. Privileged. They're saying that because we've both had opportunities to get married and turned down, mm -hmm. that the yearning to get chosen is not living within us, and that's why we can't relate to those women. Somebody sent me a long five-paragraph DM that, well, you said you were engaged and turned it down, and Nunu had a, Lulu had an NFL nigga, and da, 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 da. must be nice to turn it down, but some of us ain't never been chosen. So the feedback that I'm getting from some of our women viewers is we're speaking from a place of privilege because there's a wound that they have that we don't have. Well, I, first of all, I think that's untrue because I've, I've known a lot of women, and they've really literally just looked around and was like, I'm ready to have a baby now. This is the part of life, and they've turned down people as well. That's A. Mm -hmm. Second thing. She said, she said no, hit them up as part two. Okay, right. Tupac. <laughs> Fuck your click. Second Second of all, I think a lot of times, not a, I'll say sometimes, 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 I think that women, I, I can't, I can't always say this is true for men, but it can be Jeff. So you let me know. I think that sometimes with women, 
they have like this beacon of hope of what exactly the man that they want or need to have. And they're waiting for that specific thing. Mm -hmm. And they've had like good people in their lives and men who probably would have been willing to marry or anything like that. But maybe he wasn't tall enough or maybe he didn't have the the money that you wanted or maybe you didn't like his fake Gucci belt. I don't know. Wow. (laughs) But like, I'm serious. And so then they're like, no one's ever chosen. No one. It's like, no, there's been plenty, especially like good people, good guys. And I think that for me, uh, I don't know if this is true for you. I'm willing to get to know someone, even if they don't check every single box that, you know, I would like to have. Like we all have things that we are non-negotiables and we have things that we would would like to have. And some things are like, uh, it could or could not be. So I think that we are open more than a lot of women are that, that, to I be think that, we, that kind of thing. I have a response, if but I want to hear follows, what Jeffrey has to say first. Yeah. If it follows, I think one, two, three of us all speak from a place of a certain privilege that everybody doesn't have. Mm-hmm. What's the privilege that you're calling it's out? It's several privileges. Oh, hit number it. One, wow, 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 several, wow. No, Friendly we, fire. Yeah. Friendly fire. Several privileges. Hit it, Jeffrey. You just well, called me a Karen on my... Okay, go ahead. Yeah, we, we're speaking from our whiteness. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, pretty, White. Pretty privilege because... Oh, Jeffrey called us cute. Are both, yeah, I y'all like are this. both gorgeous women who are not out here dealing with a lot of shit that a lot of people that don't look like y'all have to go through. I mean, there are gorgeous women who go through stuff too. And so y'all have just, y'all can say things to dudes where they will back down or back away or uh, will stand we, we firm. Are, we are slightly goonish. Yeah, where, yeah, where okay, and, you know, I, I, <laughs> fair you enough. Know, and as, as I've gotten older, I do hate that word ugly, less attractive because Ooh. beauty is an eye of the beholder. But women, people that don't look like us. Conventionally attractive. There you go. People that don't look like us, they just, you know, and also that privilege. We live in L.A., yeah. Come on, we live Shit in shiny out here, shiny, beautiful ass, shiny. expensive ass LA. We live out here. There is just certain privileges for us, even just in dating. That middle America, a little bumfuck Arkansas, I use because me and Blue, we both watch reality TV. Uh, <laughs> my girl, <laughs> my girl, Sweet Tea. Ooh. There are just certain things. Ooh, she's missing a, a, like I want to say something. And um, I hate bad. to say that, but like Sweet Tea, her goal is a Doctor G. Ooh, y'all would never you don't know who Ooh. dr g is i'm gonna show you who dr g is blue know who dr Ooh. g is y'all it's that's that he's a human embodiment of snot y'all just oh, wouldn't no. and it's just certain things where i'm just like we ain't got to deal with that you know we never have to do we say what we would and wouldn't do but at the same time we ain't got to deal with certain things okay so for the sake of housekeeping we do, we do have to uh wrap up but oh, I, w- I will say i want to acknowledge shout out to kaden for giving us some Thank grace you, i want to acknowledge what both of you said I think what I heard from Jeffrey, I'll start with you, is I do agree there is intellectual privilege, um, there's confidence privilege, there's a certain way that we navigate the world where people who would be more unsavory know to leave us alone. Mm -hmm. I'll say that Lulu about us, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I will also say to Lulu's point as well is that because I have so many guy friends of different walks of life and Lulu had brothers, we are used to seeing men as regular flawed human beings and don't have this deified view of how a man can fix everything. There's some women who do have a father and brothers, but who deify them like, oh my God, they're perfect. And the first time they found that their daddy cheated or their brother's a fuck boy, they freak out. I think Lulu and I know how to love men in their mess. Mm-hmm. We know how to see men as people and not need them to be perfect to love them. And I was just telling one of Lulu's friends at her New Year's Eve party, if you can love a messy platonic man, it makes it a lot easier to love a messy romantic man you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so i think that muscle that we have of loving men 
as people, not as partners, makes it easier for us to be like, hey, that doesn't work for me. And I'm not desperate because I have other masculine energy around me. There's a lot of women who have a lot of girl groups, women's empowerment group, girl brunches, girls this and girls that, and they're not surrounded by attractive men. So when they finally meet one, there's a desperation that jumps out of their body that yeah. doesn't jump up for us because we're attracted by fine niggas all the time. Yeah, Like true. all the goddamn time. Like it's, it's not a big difference to see an attractive man. It's definitely not for you. You know what I mean? So I think exposure to masculine energy in where the stakes are low so we can see them as people mm -hmm. and the privilege of being confident women who I wish a nigga would mm -hmm. is probably why I'm getting those DMs saying I I, I understand y'all but y'all don't know how hard it is in the trenches yeah you know and what I mean wrong. it's hard out here for pretty people too wait a minute Jeffrey's talking about for the pretty bitches <laughs> listen <laughs> wait a because, because also at the same time there is just certain things that we are expected to live up to or be because we're quote unquote pretty or whatever like it's it, it's hard being pretty sometimes. Okay, so that's how we're ending the show. <laughs> Jeffrey wants you all to know it out, yes. that it is so hard to Everybody be pretty. Everybody going through something. Everybody all going through something. I just need y'all to sympathize. This motherfucker said it's hard to be pretty. I sometimes. 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 All right, so guys, um, this episode of Backpack Backpack was brought to you by BlueCentricShop.com. Brought to you by The Strap. <laughs> the Strap. The Strap. I want all straight men to know that if you have a, les a lesbian, a black lesbian friend, because studs are only black lesbians. That was a whole thing. I'm talking yeah, about that. Stud is a black lesbian term. You ain't term. a white lesbian. <laughs> not there was an Indian girl. She's like, if I'm not a stud, what am I? And they responded, you're a Hemdian. Ooh. They called her Hemdian. Oh, it it, honestly, truly, when you think of it, it just don't. It's those I don't know if I can say it on camera, but. Girl, we don't say girl. We, Jeffrey, we don't say everything. Stud, between stud. <laughs> Bull dagger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Those are those, I always think. I always think of black. The, fact that, the fact that Jeffrey has said bull dagger is my clue. So, can no, slur, wait, can, can, slur, can slurs? I guess slurs are race specific. <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of here. Get, get me out of here before you cancel. Get me out of here. This up. The fact that Jeffrey said bull dagger. Show, show Lulu. Lulu has come undone. <laughs> okay. Okay. The fact that Jeffrey has said bull dagger oh means God. it's time to end the show. Jesus um, Christ. Thank you all for uh, this special episode. As far as you know, my emotional intelligence coach, because clearly, despite being a goon, I've, I know how to be, have healthy relationships. Uh, blue, sorry. OTS24.eventbrite.com That stands for Own Thy Shift OTS24.eventbrite.com The class starts January 31st This is your last week To sign up So please do so I think we only have like Three or four spots left um, Lulu and Jeffrey um, I missed you guys so much I need to rob a bank So we can be in the studio more Because Zoom Does never compare To us being in person <laughs> I don't think Jeffrey Would have said bow dagger From his, the oh safety of his God. home Tell the people Where they can find you Jeffrey in particular first So they can know Where to send their complaints <laughs> <laughs> Oh, everything, everything for me is at Jeffro5. And for the first uh, lesbian that sends me a DM of her and her backpack, I got a free seafood mac and cheese headed your way. Wow. Must be, must be in the Los Angeles area, though, because that's shipping across country. Mm -hmm. Okay, Jeffrey is doing promos I'm to, doing to the Bulldaggers. Yeah. Okay. I would, yes, I would, I would love a lesbian that DMs me her and her Jesus backpack. Christ. And you know, if you watch the episode and made it to the end, you know what we're talking about. Uh huh. I got a seafood mac and cheese coming your way. I want, I want to see a picture of her. I do, too. Oh, we're going to talk about it on the show they, when it happens. We yes. absolutely have to. Yes. How about you, Lulu? Where can they find you? Uh, LU underscore LU19. She said, I will not be back here when that shit happens. <laughs> back, 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 back. And as always, I am at Blue Centric Shop. Uh, to anybody who I mentioned during this episode, I hope you appreciate that I shared your stories without sharing your names. Please don't cuss me out. 
Um, and I just want to thank you guys for being so fun because one thing I will say about doing the last episode with Jason without y'all is that I know that when I have like these guests and we're doing these hard-handed interviews, y'all can't be here, but I really missed y'all. So I really, I really do love the dynamic that we've built. And I also love that my instinct was right because people didn't realize that all last year, everybody that I interviewed, I was low-key trying to figure out who I wanted to be my guest co-host. <laughs> like I was like, hmm, her, no, not her. Mm, she talked too loud. Mm. So I just love that you guys were in an American Idol search and didn't even realize it. Because when we get this coin, we are showing out. And one of the things I'm manifesting is on our one year anniversary of doing this as a group, October 2024, we will be having a live show. In Los Angeles. So anybody who wants to I got do, a venue. Perfect. Anybody who wants to do sponsorship, anybody who wants to collaborate, anybody who wants to be down, we will be having a humanized uh, live show in Los Angeles in October. So now we have something Ooh, to work up to. So y'all could cuss me out in public. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lot of old lesbians. Who you calling a bull You got a backpack, don't you? On that note. Send me your backpacks. We have to go. We love you. Please, please, please follow, subscribe, like. We know that you guys are watching. It's very obvious you're watching, but we need you to engage publicly so we can get them coins. We love y'all so much. Until next time, please remember that we're all human beings doing human shit. Bye. Bye. Ooh, ciao. I just realized Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, that's no, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels on this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Electric acid.